0: Hello, Steph. It's great to have you on the podcast. Thanks for being here today.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah. So this week in our Lenten Rhythm Series, we're talking about prayer. And I love this framework of naming prayer as a rhythm because I think so often just prayer takes on different forms in our lives as we grow with God. But I also think the beautiful thing about prayer is that it can look a little different based on who is having the conversation with God. So I'd love if before we talk about the role prayer has played in your life, if you could first provide us with maybe how you define prayer now. And if that definition has changed over time, feel free to talk about that as well. But I just love to to know how how you define prayer as we start just to give listeners some context. And maybe that's intertwined with the role it's, it's played in your life, too.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. It's definitely intertwined, you know, and I like that you mentioned you know, about the rhythm and prayer being different for everyone. I think sometimes we get so locked in and boxed in by looking at how others pray, Mm -hmm. but they're praying for how they live or they're praying Mm -hmm. for things that they need. You know, I think in the Christian faith as a whole, that's something that we do. We compare ourselves, you know, we look at others and what they're doing. It's great to see examples, but God wants us to have our own relationship with him. So prayer for me is that conversation with God, with with my friend. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not speaking to a stranger or a genie. I'm speaking to a friend. It's like we're talking right now. Mm -hmm. It's that open conversation. And, you know, not just running to God when we need something,
0: Mm -hmm. when we're
1: in trouble or strife, and then we just, you know, put him down and put him on the shelf. And every time we're just in in an issue or something going on, we run is a constant conversation um, and it doesn't have to be four hours and use big five syllable words it's it's as little as god i need you Mm -hmm. and god will hear that he'll tune his ear and say oh okay you know i'm right here so Mm -hmm. that's what prayer is to me it's an open conversation and it has changed for me over the years you know when you're young in the faith I grew up in church. I was born in the church, was mm-hmm. raised up to the church. Does that mean I was perfect all the time? Absolutely not. <laughs> but I mean is, has really matured into a conversation with a friend. That's how mm. I would really define it.
0: Mm. I love that. I love that. And what? so what does your time in prayer look like then? If you could take us through, is it kind of that constant, like you mentioned throughout the day, do you ever set aside times or how does that conversation look like for you throughout a typical day with God?
1: Sure. So I'm a I'm a morning person, like an early morning, like before the sun gets up I used to manage AirBread, and I was the opening, I was the opening manager there. Mm-hmm. It's just a habit for me now to just get up, get up, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm up early, and I'm up in prayer very early. Um, just as soon as I open my eyes, it's a word of thanks. Mm-hmm. It's the word of thanksgiving to God. Thank you for waking me up. You know, um, if if God will lay something on my heart or someone on my heart to pray for, you know, it's so so random person will pop up in my mind. Some I know and some I don't know. The deeper you get in God, that's where I am now. It's like God will put someone on my heart and I'm like, OK, let me just pray. Mm-hmm. I, I I used to not. I used to wake up and just go on my phone or do something else. But now it's 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 really the discipline of prayer. Mm-hmm. I get up and like I said, I do my thanks. And then, okay, I do my devotions, like on the Bible app, I'm like in five now, you know what I mean? If, if I'm feeling a certain way, I'll just, I'll just pray, you know, like, you know, I can feel my emotions, you know, I'm, I can be hormonal, emotional, I'll, I'll pray for that. And, and when the, when things are going on in the world, like things that are happening in our society in our country with politics, I'm praying about that constantly. I mean, yeah. I just, I'm in a running conversation all day. And, and when I don't start my day like that, my day's thrown off. So it was just like that discipline that I've, I've really tried to build up for prayer.
0: When did that start for you, do you think? Um, that, that started for
1: me when I, when I went away to college, mm-hmm. when, I, when I did undergrad. So like I said, I was born in church, right? Knew, all, knew when to raise my hand, knew when to say amen and hallelujah mm-hmm. and all that, right? It becomes um, routine after a while. Um, so when I, I went to school in Miami and I knew that I I needed a relationship with God for myself because I was getting up on Sunday morning and I was going to church or I was seeking out. There was a Christian um, group on campus I was seeking out. So I was really afraid in Miami. I didn't know one soul. It was just me. I went. I just stepped out and went. My prayer life really um, kind of took off there because I felt like I was always praying, like you know, I was always feeling afraid, or I was always in fear, or I was always feeling anxious. Because I had to meet new friends and meet new people and enter into college. My mom wasn't there, my dad wasn't there, my mm-hmm. family wasn't there. So I felt like I was able to be in that relationship. I felt like it was taken off there, and over the years, it's just matured into into what it is now. And I and I I am not at a level where I'm like, okay, I'm good where my level of prayer is, and no, I, I keep I want to keep going up and up and up. <laughs>
0: yeah no I love that is that do you think in college is that where you started to think of it as a conversation with a friend as well or what had that started earlier yeah I
1: think so I think I think it was slight though it's it's been within the last I mean I would say four or five years that I'm I'm looking at this that conversation of that prayer is a conversation with God you know with my friend um, I, think, I think I was scratching the surface when I was in college um, because you, you have more options. You can choose if you wanna go to class or if you don't, I mean, these are, there's a level of responsibility that you have. And so I, I think that college is the best place when you're first starting off to, to really get that closeness with God and really develop that life of prayer. I mean, because there's so many things that happen. To, to college students, especially entering in, and especially in the pandemic, I have to throw that in there. I mean, you know, so much chaos is going on. I feel like those who don't have that discipline of prayer will will be just walking in 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 darkness or or, or in the wilderness or walking, you know, in a in a place of obscurity or fog because you don't have that connection. You know, so that yeah, I, I think I scratched the surface when I went to college, and it just developed um over time. Mm-hmm.
0: So it sounds like prayer has kind of been like a really anchor for you. Is that, would that be an accurate word?
1: Very accurate. (laughs) Very accurate.
0: (laughs) You're smiling. Have you thought of that word before or is that?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I I always say that prayer is my anchor and my compass. Mm. It grounds me and it gives me direction, you know? So yeah, that's, wow. That's spot on. Definitely.
0: Mm. I love that. I love that. So I'm, listening to you. And it sounds like the voice of God, you know, that two-way conversation, right? There's, there's you bringing, um, your, your own, um, voice to God. And then there's hearing, you know, you mentioned, sometimes you hear a name of a person to pray for, or what does that response from God look like for you? Well, how, how do you hear God's response in prayer? And, and maybe that also has shifted or sh- shifts depending on the week. I don't know, but yeah. What was, what does that look like for you?
1: I do feel like it's ever shifting. I think I think starting a prayer life or a prayer discipline is ever shifting. You know, for me, it will, you know, it'll be um I'm a visual person and I and I I do believe that God shows me pictures and things like that. So I'll see a face or I'll I'll see a name um or the same the same theme will keep popping up like with me. Um I'll hear a conversation and let's say we're talking about um anything Uh, you know the power outages in texas right? right i'll hear someone mention it someone connected to me will be going through it articles will just stop popping up i'm like okay well whoa, whoa, let me is this an indication that this is something you know that god wants me to pray for i i do believe i do believe that you know that's not like hocus pocus or like some magical thing it's like this is how god wants to communicate with us and that's how he communicates with me it'll be constant in my face or like i said it'll be a name You know, or like I'll just I'll just get a feeling of something, you know, but I couldn't have I couldn't have gotten the feeling or been there without having that relationship with God, that deep relationship with God, you know, Mm -hmm. and and it's ever shifting for me because like sometimes I'm like, what I pray about I want right now, like immediately. You know what I mean? But God isn't a genie and he doesn't bend to our will. We have to bend to his. So I think a lot of people. Put down prayer because it it doesn't, you know, um, result in the things they want right now. I don't mean to go off to another topic, but
0: <laughs> no, I think that's right on topic and. I'm wondering if if you can speak to if you can speak to this, let me know. I think sometimes we can be also af- almost afraid to enter into prayer for that reason. We're not sure how God's going to respond. And then also we can be scared that we won't even hear a response. And I'm wondering if you could touch on that at all. If there's been times in your life where that has felt particularly difficult for you.
1: Oh my gosh, so many times. I mean, I think getting closer to God is is. I don't want to say scary, but it, it can be a little nerve wracking because you're like, all right, this is the God of the universe who created heaven and earth. If we've been reading our Bible in the old Testament, I mean, God made the earth open up and, you know, thousands of people were swallowed up, you know, so he's a God of justice. He's a God of vengeance. He's also that God of mercy and of love, um, you know, righteousness and, and things like that. So it can be daunting to say, all right, I'm putting, I'm trusting you God to To present my prayer request to you Mm -hmm. but but then in turn we also have to trust that he'll he'll make it happen in his timing he he knows best he created time for us he knows he knows best you know so i think it's i think it's a trust thing i think it's a trust issue that we face like okay i'm i'm gonna enter into this prayer life i'm starting out i've started the car up you know i i can't even see the road in front of me but i'm trusting that if i enter into this that god you'll direct me where i need to go so yeah i think i think you know to speak on those feelings that come up like or or someone else has been praying for three years that they be healed from cancer god you didn't answer their prayer why, why would you answer mine those are real feelings yeah, uh, and yeah. I mean, to exclude that you know we wouldn't be doing justice to prayer so we can mention all the feelings that happen but then it's, okay, we're gonna talk about faith and having trust in God and how it's a real relationship, how it's not just what our grandparents did or what our parents did. It's what we're supposed to do too. And, and prayer life, I don't think has an age. Um, a five-year-old can have a great prayer life, of course. I mean, God isn't the God of old people <laughs> or the elderly, the church mothers and church fathers, you know, no, he's a God of every age group of all of us. So it's how we enter into it and what we expect. I, I do enter into prayer with expectation. Not that God will do everything on my timing, but I know that it's going to happen according to the will of God. That's the other thing. Sometimes what we pray for are selfish things, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, we're praying that we get certain things for our own benefit that I don't know if God will answer that, you know, so we have to be mindful of how we even enter into prayer.
0: Yeah. So many wonderful things that you, you just touched on there. I think, I love that you mentioned trust because I think it can be such a vulnerable place to name our desires. And even with God, right, that it can be extra scary. And I've, I've heard people express that a lot. And so what did that building of trust look like for you with God?
1: You know, it looked like... Um... Like, okay, Legos, right? (laughs) You have a whole bunch of Legos. The Legos don't come already constructed. Like you have to read the directions and you have to put each piece together to make it look like what you want it to. Now, it's not to say that what's on the box you have to create. I mean, that's the beauty of Legos. You can make it into anything you want. I think that's what it is. My trust was, okay, I'm going to open this box of Legos. I'm going to pour it out. And then I'm gonna start building one by one. How to like for me, the trust that I was able to find in prayer, I found in the Bible. I I I can't, there's no other way that I could do it. You know what I mean? I think we try to go around or take a shortcut into it. There's certain principles that we have to do, staying in the word and and really having that really it all goes back to that relationship. I mean, so let's say you're you're in a romantic relationship. If I only spoke to my partner when I needed something or I only spoke to them when it was going to be something that benefited me, That's that relationship is going to be off balance. I think it, yeah. I think I entered into prayer the same way and entered into that space of trust the same way. Like, you know, the Bible says, if you draw close to God, he'll draw close to you. So it's our responsibility to do that that drawing because God is always me and we're the ones who walk away. So my trust came from like, okay, I'm going to commit myself to being more in the word. I'm going to commit myself to surrounding myself with Godly principles and people, I mean, trust me, I, I don't want it to seem like I just stay in my room all day with my head buried in the Bible. I live my life, but I've incorporated the trust of God and I've incorporated the discipline of prayer into my life. I built my life now around that. I'm silly, I'm goofy, I, you know what I mean, I do all this other stuff. I live Stephanie's life, but prayer and and me having that relationship with God is very major in that way. So it's just building up that level of trust by staying close. And by committing myself to not expecting God to do everything on my own timing. And, you know, I, I mean, I've seen God answer prayers for others. I think that's helped. that helps to build trust too. I've seen him do things for others. And I'm like, all right, that same God, that's who I'm praying to, you know? So that's, that's kind of how I built it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing. And I'm wondering if, as we kind of close it, close it up here, although there's so many directions <laughs> we could <laughs> go with prayer. Um, what would you say to uh, someone who's wanting to pray, but doesn't always know where or how to start, or it may have been comfortable praying before, but now feels blocked. Um, I think sometimes the word discipline has different connotations I I love using that word but sometimes it can kind of put make us be like whoa I don't know discipline so what would you say to someone who's in that place
1: yeah no I I completely understand and so then I'll I'll reference back to the word you know of the podcast rhythm getting into a rhythm of prayer I mean we have so many musical people on campus so it's like all right you you hear a song you start writing a song you know you 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 hear mm-hmm. that music you hear that mm-hmm. rhythm it's just starting in that way you know and um it's literally as simple as god i need you
0: mm-hmm.
1: god god i need you that that's not something grand it's it's a simple prayer it's a great it's a great starting point it's like that's the diving board and a lot of people just bounce on the diving board but don't ever go and god i need you you take that first splash in and then you just start you just start swimming and then okay so if you if you commit yourself to getting into the rhythm of prayer day one it's God I need you maybe it's day two God I need you and then you fill in the blank God I need you to uh, help me with my school loans God I need you to help me with my classes we're making it practical right Mm -hmm. so you start that little bit of prayer and then you realize that you have a lot to pray about and for those we've fallen off you know, the path of praying. It happens. Life happens. Things happen. Chaos happens. Sometimes we, you know, lose trust in God, lose faith in God. That's a normal thing, but it's like riding a bike. (laughs) The only way to get better at it is to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. It's like practicing an instrument. The only way to get better at it is to keep doing it. I want to be the best piano player I can be. That's not a thought I can just have. I have to. I have to move my hands on the keys. I have to read music and things like that. So it's just like that. It's just getting into the rhythm of it, and slowly and and surely you'll just start getting into a rhythm of prayer. And then when you open yourself up to that to that prayer life, God will put things on your heart, or He will tell you things, or He will have someone say, "Can you pray for me?" That's the that's the highest honor. Steph, can you pray for me on this? I'm like, oh my gosh, for someone to trust me with their prayer request—that's major you know so that's it and 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 we shouldn't be afraid to say hey can you can you pray for me on this you know i I need prayer on this there's a level of humility that comes with that as well i don't i don't want anyone to know what i'm going through then how how do we expect to get to get through it that's not that's not the way that god wants us to live life so yeah that's what i would say just getting back into that rhythm it just starts with little things god help (laughs) god help that's simple and god is like oh what the bible says he 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 bends his ear low to our lips that's a, that sends up a beacon. God help. He's like, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, let me, let me come to the rescue. Here I am the God of help. So yeah, I think we, I think we overdo it sometimes. We think that we have to have this, big, you know, uh, prayer filled with all these words, but we really don't. It's just very simple things. That's, that's what I would say.
0: Hmm. I love that. And even going back to your mention, you know, as a five-year-old can have a beautiful prayer life because they're just praying. They're just honest. They're like, this is what I want.
1: And <laughs> have the prayer life of a five-year-old. Very honest, very simple, very basic. I, God, thank you for providing me with snacks and gummies and <laughs> a juice box You know, very
0: simple
1: things. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. And I think God delights in us. You know, He just wants to to be with us and delights in our in our desires and um, just that conversation, being being with us, being together. Thank you, Steph. It was great to chat with you today. I feel like I'm ready to go crack open my Bible and start, start praying. So oh,
1: thank you for having me. It's been an honor to be here, you know, and, and this is just a, again, this is just a launching pad, you know, for people to start that, that prayer life We're in some dark and perilous times where we have to have a strong prayer life. So it's, it's important. I, I'm, I'm so grateful to have been asked to, to speak on this topic.
0: Right. No. Thank you, Steph.